0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. When we last left Nicole Solis, she was up there in Rhode Island wanting to get answers to questions about what was being taught to her children. She was going to be sending her kids to school and she wanted to know what exactly was happening, hearing about critical race theory, seeing the kinds of things that have been happening all across the country, seeing parents fight back. She wanted to know what was going to be taught on critical race theory and on gender theory. They wouldn't ask her quest- her answer her questions, so she could file, you know, information requests. Well, she filed so many of them, the school board talked about suing her and now after you thought all that was said and done they are indeed suing her to prevent a mom from getting school district records Teaching records. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz, Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz, and everything at TonyKatz.com. William Jacobson is the Cornell Law Professor and the mind behind Legal Insurrection.com, and he has been the voice for following this story, sharing the story of Nicole Solis. So I want you, sir, just to give us a little bit of the refresher. I I tried my best, fill in the gaps. And then what is this new lawsuit that comes from the Rhode Island chapter of the National Education Association?
1: Yeah, hi, Tony. Uh, As you indicated, Nicole Solis is a mother from the town of South Kingstown, Rhode Island. She had a kindergartner enrolled to start in the fall. So she contacted the school and wanted to know, because she'd heard things about critical race theory and gender theory, you know, what was being taught. And the long story short is they wouldn't tell her. They forced her to file uh, public records requests, which she did. Uh, They mostly complied with them. And what she realized is that the most efficient way for her to do that is to file a lot of little requests Because if she filed one big one, they would come back to her and say, well, we want $7,000 to provide you with those records. So she started filing a lot of little, very specific requests. Uh, And then the school board said, hey, we're upset that you're taking up so much of our administrative time. We might even sue you. And they put that on the school committee calendar. And there was a huge uproar and they backed off from it. And they have been producing documents to her some. And they've been refusing to produce others. The normal sort of public records thing that happens. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Rhode Island branch of the National Education Association, which is the largest teachers union in the country and which has explicitly endorsed critical race theory being taught in K K through 12 uh, and the South Kingstown, specific chapter, subchapter of it. So basically National Education Association has sued her and what they have are suing, they're suing her in the school district. They're saying all these <coughs> records that you, excuse me, all these records that you have requested um, should not be turned over by South Kingstown School District. And they say that some of the records might involve personal information on teachers and private, non-public information. And so they've gone to court and they're seeking an emergency injunction. And I've analyzed it, and it's a completely ridiculous lawsuit because the public records laws have specific exemptions from production. So the legislature understood people might ask for things that are personal or private or attorney-client privilege or something. And there's like, I forget the number, 15 or 20 exemptions right in the statute so these are so the the unions running into court saying the school district might turn over personnel private records but that's actually exempted under the statute there's no reason to think the school district is going to do that so i think there's other things going on here but that's where we are they have thrown the full muscle of the national education association with its 350 million dollar a year budget uh, with its teams of lawyers They are going after this mother in South Kingstown. And the excuse is that the school district, which has been very aggressive in redacting information and asserting exemptions, might possibly produce something that would be embarrassing to a teacher.
0: Now, let's let's take just a step back. The lawsuit that they're bringing one would think is because the NEA is saying that information is private, and providing that information could be um, of, of a security risk or other to an educator. Wouldn't they? The correct answer be well, we're not going to provide that information. Then you can sue us and go through the rigmarole. The proactiveness of the NEA here is what confuses me.
1: Well, what's very unusual is the NEA. The unions are not part of the public records process. So, Nicole Solis, or any person in the public, and we've done it at Legal Insurrection Foundation, files a public record request with the school district. The school district then responds. The school district either gives you the documents or says they're exempt from production. And we have filed requests with the South Kingstown School District, Legal Insurrection Foundation. And let me tell you, they are extremely aggressive in asserting exemptions and redacting documents. We got a 5,000-page production from them, and I haven't counted it, but I swear, half of it was probably completely redacted, blacked-out pages. we may have to litigate that, but the normal process is you request something from an agency or a school district, they tell you you can't have it, you go to court, and the court decides whether you can get it. The union has no role in this. They are somebody who is not part of the process. Essentially saying that South Kingstown School District is not going to do their job, is not going to withhold exempted materials, and therefore they have this fear that something might be turned over that's embarrassing or private to a teacher. Now let's but there's take no it. basis for that. They don't present any evidence that that is what South Kingstown's actually going to do.
0: And so let me take it a bit further, talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com, talking about this lawsuit, the NEA, the National Education Association, the largest union, teachers union in the country, suing this woman, Nicole Solis, because she just wants information on what's being taught to her kids. You have the line of lines in your write-up about this. My initial take is that this smells collusive. If your argument to us is that the, the union has no role in this, but they're acting as this protector of this South Kingstown school district, that would be the conversation. I think that's what you're alluding to here, that they're clearly doing a favor because they know what might come out of it is embarrassing not just for South Kingstown, not just for the NEA, but for the entirety of the education process across the country.
1: I think that's right. The school committee in South Kingstown had considered suing Nicole Solis going to court and essentially saying her number of requests and the breadth of her requests are so broad that it, it, they should not have to comply with them. And they backed down from that after there was a public outcry. So the school committee has decided they can't stop her from doing what citizens are allowed to do, making requests for public records so they can't stop it but who now decides <clears throat> that they can stop it well what they're it's the union so the union is trying to do south kingtown school districts you know dirty work for them now whether that's been prearranged, whether it just happens to be true it's very collusive and the other thing i explain what i mean by it's a collusive lawsuit is that the the primary plaintiff the unions and the primary defendants the school district and the uh, school committee all agree they're on the same side of this issue. They don't like her, they don't like her requests, and they don't think the school district should have to comply with them. The only reason she is named in the lawsuit is that, and they admit this in the complaint, they had to because she's the party in interest. She's the one who made the request. So they can't not bring her into the lawsuit. But if it wasn't for that legal requirement that should be named, you would have had unions versus school district. They both agree that Nicole Solis should be shut down. And it, that's what I mean when I say collusive. The primary plaintiff and the primary defendant are not actually at odds over this. They actually agree with what should happen. And if, if they didn't have to name her by legal requirement in the complaint, they said we're only naming her because we're legally required to name her. If that little piece wasn't there, you would have had a completely collusive lawsuit. They would have entered into a stipulation so ordered by the court, it would have been done, ordered, and she would have been shut down. But there's something more going on here. I think that one of the things they are really trying to hide is the involvement of the local unions in pushing CRT in the schools. Now...
0: One of the things that's that what you I know. think they
1: that really trying to hide that they don't want they emails. They don't want not want the between the superintendent and a former the superintendent and retired teacher union member, a retired teacher the a leading CRT activist the that the district. They do so I, I that the you know, those that South Kingstown somehow is that the you over that the notion that South Kingstown is is irrational. They're not going to do that. There's nothing to indicate that. What they really want to do is they want to shut down the process of people looking
0: into it. And detail. that's exactly right. One of the things that you have in this piece at LegalInsurrection.com is they held an emergency general membership meeting June seventh, 2021, and Nicole Solis did a, an appearance on Fox News, and they highlighted. They specifically held meetings to deal with this problematic parent. Parents all across America, my beloved Indiana, other places, are speaking out and trying to get information from their school boards and trying to not have critical race theory be taught. And they're the ones asking themselves, I wonder if I'm because I'm being so loud, I'm getting singled out and targeted by the school board. Well, you take a look at this and you take a look at what happened at this meeting and you realize, yes, 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 that is not only very possible, it is wholly probable. What is the, if not legal advice, the just having experienced this advice, you give to parents who are curious about what's happening in their kids' schools?
1: I think you have to file your public records requests. You have to show up to school board meetings. You have to make your views known. I mean, it's your children here and, but make no doubt about it. The other side, the NEA and those groups are extremely well-funded. You have no idea. We've looked into this. There are hundreds of groups around the country pushing this stuff, With dozens of large philanthropic backers, there's a coalition called Future for Learning that the NEA is involved in. They even have a messaging guide as to how to attack parents who are raising these issues. We've written about that. We uh, found that messaging guide. And every message, every soundbite you hear these people making, pushing back against parents, are right in that messaging guide. One, two, three, four, five. This is what you say. Say, oh, it's AstroTurf. It's not real. Backed by right-wing dark money. You know, all of these sort of things. We don't really teach CRT. That's not true. It's only an academic law school theory. These are all their standard talking points. So parents have to be willing to stand up and take a little bit of the heat because you have to understand one or two or three parents standing up encourages and gives strength to hundreds of other parents. So somebody's got to take a little bit of the heat. And that's a personal decision. I never tell anybody you must do that. But if nobody does it, that's how they get away with this.
0: Are you involved with more of these cases across the country? Have people been coming to you? And can you, if not, talk about individuals. Can you talk about the numbers of people that have come your way looking for information or actively engaged as, as uh, unions and school boards don't want to be honest?
1: Well we get we get contacts every day. Uh, we have a website criticalrace.org, dot org which focuses on critical race theory in education and we get contacts every day. Unfortunately, we're you know a small organization we can't get involved in all of these things, so we try to pick and choose. Um, we also brought forward a teacher, Ramona Bessinger in Providence School District in Rhode Island who uh, wrote about and has done a lot of media appearances about how horrible this new curriculum is in Providence, how it is racializing everything, how it is pushing an oppressor, oppressed racial narrative, and how it's actually turning the students and some of the staff against her. She's a white teacher because day in and day out, uh, people are demonized based on their skin color. So we've done that too, and, and we will have more, but we are not really equipped to, uh, handle this on a national basis. We're too small an organization. But there are other organizations out there. At criticalrace.org, we have a uh, resource pages that list various groups around the country. So I think that, but what really has to happen is parents need to form their own local groups. That's what we're seeing more than anything. There's no se- contrary to what you would hear in the mainstream media, there's no central organizing function here. You have parents forming Facebook groups, you have parents showing up for school board meetings. You have all of these things going on. And it's tough because you are up against very powerful forces. But what people need to understand is the majority of people agree with them. The majority of black Americans, according to polling, agree with them that we should not be racializing everything in our children's lives we should not be demonizing white children because of their skin color because things that happened before they were even born because when you demonize white and you shame white children you're actually also shaming black children because you're telling white children they're born to be oppressors and you're telling black children they're born to be victims And that is one of the worst things you can teach a child is that their life is predetermined by the color of their skin because that's just not true.
0: Absolutely, positively uh, not true. And it's never been about race. It's always been about ideology. That's the conversation here. William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, LegalInsurrection.com. And you can also check out more Legal Insurrection Foundation Dot .org legal insurrection foundation uh org uh mazeltov on uh the family wedding uh that you're heading off to appreciate you spending the time with us more to get to i'm tony Katz.